The following podcast is a B&E Network exclusive. Hello and welcome to episode 36 of Two vs. Three. I'm Kyle. That's Cody. Hey. I'm Greg. So what the hell's up, guys? Just uh, another week. TV shows, comics, <laughs> video games. You know the usual. Yeah. The stuff we tend to talk about on this show. Yeah. But um, I don't know. There was some good comic releases uh, recently. Uh, to be honest, I know that Greg's been talking all about the fucking Star Wars series for like almost this entire podcast. Mm-hmm. And other than the very first like main title Star Wars series. I had read nothing, and I gave up on that after issue four. So but, can I take a guess at what you picked up? Well, yeah. Is it Darth Maul? Yeah, I got it. <laughs> Sweet. I've also been reading uh, Dr. Aphra, too, which what? is like a really weird new character they introduced. It's basically like a female Indiana Jones in the Star Wars universe. Okay. what's she, it? Can you say the title again? Dr. Aphra. Dr. Aphra. Yeah, I guess she was introduced in a Vader title. Yeah. She's pretty sweet. She's like Darth Vader's secret apprentice. Uh, well, a secret sidekick. I think okay. cause it, she's not really an apprentice. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not super impressed by it, but it's it feels like it could lead somewhere interesting at least. The and doctor, uh, the Doctor Afro. Doctor Afro book, um, the Darth Maul book. I don't know how I felt. What What do you think, Greg? It was kind of what I was expecting. What like I was saying before is there's so many gaps in Darth Maul's history that I think that they're saving it. And as much as I would love to say that they're going to divulge some great Darth Maul secret in a comic book they're not going to they're going to save that shit for the screen yeah it seemed a little bland to me so, so I thought the theory I, so is I, we, we can spoil it it's issue one yeah, of a so comic like this is really just um, seeing Darth Maul in his glory like it's just what we wanted Darth Maul fucking shit up is it before so yeah one? I'm taking I'm, it's before episode one and basically the main plot is him being given the location of a Jedi Padawan Okay. So yeah. And so it's well. It's well after. Well, no. I, no, I it's mean, well before episode. It's before one. episode one. So it's like Darth Maul is is angry right now that he's being taught to give into his emotions, and right now all he wants to do is reveal himself to the Jedi, and Emperor Palpatine says no, and we're okay. So we're, he's fixing for a fight. He's mm. fi- he is, and so he, Palpatine keeps sending him or giving him these missions that are just like to quote unquote quell his bloodlust. You know, and Darth Maul's getting really bored of this. And so while it on like a routine pirate check that Palpatine sends him on, he discovers that some other group of pirates have a Jedi Padawan prisoner. So Darth Maul's just like score. But, and, uh, that, he's but that's essentially So it. he hates the Jedi, but we don't know why. Other than the fact that he's a Sith. Well, that, well that's why. Yeah. But I mean, like, we, I, so he's I being like trained we already there, but we don't know, know any he, like backstory to him. It's no. like why he wants to go kill there, a there kid. No. Yeah. So like. It's almost like it's a prequel in the sense of how Rogue One might have been a prequel to A New Hope. You know, like it's right before, I feel. Like it's that not, it's not okay. him as a child. That might actually be that the only payoff that we get is that it'll end with... Like right before he goes to take off. Or like him to, landing on Tatooine to fight Quagra. Or, or like meeting up with yeah. Emperor to talk about it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, that seems pretty cool anyway. Yeah, there's. I mean, definitely the only good thing to come out of episode one is Darth Maul. So yeah, I'd like to see some more of that. Oh, <laughs> Bygone, yeah, I guess. Double sided lightsabers. I guess yeah, that has Darth to Maul. do with Darth Maul. <laughs> yeah. Um, some 
other comic news that's coming up is uh, R.L. Stein is going to be writing a comic book. Like a Goosebumps? No. <laughs> it's going to be a giant-sized man-thing, which is a Marvel title. Giant-sized man-thing. <laughs> so a giant dick. <laughs> that's that's literally the name of this comic strip. And this comic's been out like forever. I'll look it up here. But, so um, is it a Power Man spinoff? So, no, Man-Thing is, is Marvel's Swamp Thing. Essentially. Uh, and uh, it's I feel like you guys didn't appreciate my Power Man joke there, but it's all right. <laughs> was that another dick joke? Yeah, it was another. It was a, it was a follow up to the first dick no, joke. No, we were yeah, I guess he first appeared in 1971. I th- so pretty old. Yeah. When did Swamp Thing get invented? I can look that up right now. But um, yeah, he's he looks the same. It's yeah, a Swamp Thing. Yeah, yeah. it's a, just he's like, like a, a plant creature kind of thing. Okay. The the the, the one. Thing I haven't actually read any uh, Man Thing cre- comics, but the one thing to note is that uh, Man Thing is silent. Um, he doesn't speak, so everything he we because earlier on Swamp Thing he didn't speak. Yeah, they came out the exact same year. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> um, that sounds probably right. Mm-hmm. One comes out slightly yeah, before the other. The like, we got to come up with that. Yeah. <laughs> I can only assume that Swamp Thing must have been first. Just <laughs> I can go back, but um, I bet you it just came out of the same thing that most Hollywood movies yeah. come out. Well, it just—I mean, similar. I guess I don't really know, but I someone just, pitches a script and to no, both DC and Marvel, and they pick well, it no, up. Knowing the origin yeah. stories for Swamp Thing, it just seemed like that they were begged. Actually, you know what? With that, now that I say that, it sounded like the creators of Swamp Thing didn't want to make a serial. It was just a short story they wrote. So actually, Man um, Thing no. might have come out first. Man Thing came out in May of 1971. Which, yeah, Swamp Thing came out in because July. Because they wrote this story. So it was close together. It was a really <laughs> short story about... Uh, it almost seems like a yeah, direct ripoff. Yeah, I know. That would be it. Because the guys who wrote it, uh, uh, Bernie Wrightson and Len Wein. Len uh, Wein. Yeah, something like that. It's you W-E-I-N. Got, Cody's got to be hard on the Wikipedia. <laughs> I'm just flipping <laughs> back and forth between the two. But uh, yeah, no, they didn't want to uh, serialize it. Like they They got asked to do it. Like hmm. begged almost, so and then eventually they dropped out after issue thirteen. Like the creators didn't want to do it. So yeah, they just that would make sense that Swamp Thing was out, or Man Thing was at first. I'm kind of intrigued to see how R.L. Stein will do doing comics because I'll be honest, he he was my hero growing up reading oh, yeah, horror, yeah, I mean, children's horror. Every, you know, like Goosebumps, everybody that grew up in our, our street. Yeah, I, I I fucking used to read one of those books a day almost if I could, like during the summer. Um, Stephen King he did a short little spurt with American Vampire, and that was pretty well received i like i'd like to see more authors takes on doing comics and graphic novels did chuck palinuk actually write the fight club 2 graphic novel do you know okay? no, i'm pretty sure he did he did i think so i think yeah. so yeah uh, I, I don't think that was well done so maybe it's not for everyone remember that uber <laughs> driver we had <laughs> yeah who was really into that we, we, like we got in the uber and it was sitting on the back uh like on the back window like he'd literally just, from the driver's seat whipped it to the back seat on the back window and then I asked him if if he read comics or if he just really liked Fight Club, and he said that he really liked Fight Club, uh, liked comics, liked Fight Club, and was really disappointed in the book. And so I told him he could spoil it for me. And do you remember him telling us about it? And we 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 spent the whole cab ride just shit talking. No, I don't. I was probably pretty <laughs> drunk, man. <laughs> Where he was saying that in the story that which one's Ben Affleck or sorry, which one's Brad Brad Pitt? What do you mean? That's Tyler Durden, That's right? Tyler Durden. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, right. But he was saying that in the comic that they're suggesting that Tyler Durden is like a traveling entity, and that okay, that he that Edward Norton's character is not the first person to mm. to have. And then it starts going really off the rails. And you, we were drink drinking, so I'm not surprised you don't remember. It's it. all like hot for, for all I know, I was really drunk, and I'm making all this up. <laughs> actually, yeah, it. all I remember of Fight Club Two was I think there was like a free comic book day. 
yeah, like a that, reveal for that. That's all I read. And I, I think I only read that. And I was like, I don't really care. It's a movie I definitely didn't want a sequel to. <laughs> there's a fucking reason there's not a sequel to that, so I didn't need to read a comic or like a comic sequel. Yeah. Um. But speaking of him, what would you guys say is your favorite Chuck Palahniuk book? Oh, I've never read any of his books. Really? No. Um, Fight Club or Choke? I oh guess. wait, no, I read Choke. I never read Choke. I really like Choke. I didn't know that that was. I guess that is the same guy, isn't it? Yeah. I read a uh, one called Rant, which was really obscure. It was, yeah. about, it was about a guy spreading rabies around the United States, like it was an STD, and about like they'd go out at night, like doing. Cr- smash up derbies just a really obscure and i i heard that uh james franco might be in the film version of oh it, yeah it's yeah. wonderful <laughs> yeah i don't know chuck palinuk's uh, i love the both those books he put out a coloring book too he's a weird did you hear about he's that he's fuck dude <laughs> like, wrote coloring a, books are all the crave well like, they were the crave. <laughs> <laughs> they were about a year ago yeah, yeah. adult coloring books uh, um what like. although i guess like since we're talking about uh authors all of a sudden, getting into Jeff comics. Oh, <laughs> no! What uh, Rick author would you like to see do? Jeff, a comic? like a comic, yeah, that isn't huh. already doing one. Oh, like one that <laughs> would you like to? I mean, well, that's a little loud. Would you like to read a, no- a short story or a graphic novel by Jeff Lemire? Oh yeah, for sure. Because I mean, well, like he's already done a graphic well, novel. You just mean a regular novel? I mean, yeah, novels. No, no, I, that's why I I knew what he meant. Yeah, um, because like. Me and Cody put out a, a book a while ago, like Epics. I mean, but something that I first became aware of was trying to write a silent story, you know, one without a lot of dialogue. And that relies heavily on, like, internal monologuing. And in, a, a, like, a, a short story or in a novel, that's really easy to pull off because you can monologue and read it. But in a comic, it's really hard to translate. I feel like he's... But Jeff Lemire, I think, can... Even though you're only seeing a panel that's silent, like in Essex County, pictures worth a thousand. The words. pictures worth a thousand words, <laughs> where you can know that there is a lot going on here. So I think, yeah, Jeff Lemire would be able to pull off any type of no, sh- but story. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, but do you think maybe for that reason that maybe he might not be able to express himself with words the way you can with a oh, picture? Yeah, you look like at something like Sweet Tooth. There's so little dialogue in that. Or so Essex much County, of it is in the yeah, yeah in the art. I would like to say... Like, do you think he would be able to explain a scene to you of a crow, like, flying across a field and, like, how that should make you feel with and, words? And write it as well as he can draw it? Because there are some brilliant authors out there that can make you feel those emotions with words. Yeah, but exactly. For the same reason that I can't name anything about Star Wars I don't like, I'm going to tell you that I think that <laughs> Jeff Lemire can do that. Well, uh, Without actually fair. having... You could write a sitcom. <laughs> you could, I, I'd watch that sitcom. You'd be like, why is his sitcom so sad? And it's, it just hurts me. A lot me of and kids <laughs> and old people in it. Hockey. I just want to cry the whole time. He's like, is that a crying track? Why does everyone have such an obscure drop? <laughs> crying track. <laughs> um, yeah, so. So uh, speaking of Jeff, he's got. Uh, well, no, <laughs> we didn't answer the question I yeah, asked. Yeah. You completely. Oh, you no, answered you, the opposite yeah, of what you, I asked. Yeah, you did say the opposite. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go, so it's regular often. like novelist doing a comic book series. Like name this, the, the novelist and the series that you would want them to do. Like, similar to, like, this R.L. Stein doing this uh, oh, dick okay. monster. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> to see, like, like Hunter S. Thompson write for comics. Maybe, like, like Spider-Man. Spider-Man's a uh, reporter. Like, if Hunter S. Thompson like if were he to did write his own mem- memoirs? No, like, yeah. style? Well, no, if, or, I like the idea of Spider-Man specifically. Or, him, or Hunter S. Thompson writing <laughs> Spider-Man? Well, yeah, yeah exactly. because, like, he's, he's a reporter. <laughs> You know, so Spider-Man's like going down to the horse track. <laughs> He's getting really gone. Yeah, I like this. Spider-Man is gonzo <laughs> journalist. 
<laughs> he is a Gonzo journalist. Like he's reporting on Spider Man. He is fucking Spider Man. Yeah. Like there's nothing more Gonzo than that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> man, you know the Gonzo, Gonzo, Gonzo fist, but like the you, the, the webs. The, people can't see. Web we'll shooter. take a picture and we'll post it online. <laughs> but I'm doing like the Spider Man Gonzo fist right now. If you are familiar with with Gonzo either one of those, I think you can figure it out. <laughs> No, that's that's a perfect answer, man. I think that's genius. Yeah, no, that's that's really good. I was gonna say like maybe Bukowski, drawn by Crumb, but that's that's all, that's been done in novel format, but yeah. not like a full comic book. I think that would be That'd pretty be cool. pretty amazing. Well, like play it out silly. Like, I mean, if you could get Bukowski to write some, like act, like you know, like Superman or something like that. Like, what would oh. like Archie? Oh man, Bukowski, Bukowski doing, Archie? doing Archie. And there'd be like a lot of Pop's really di- perverted scenes. Pop's Diner is like you can get the special. Everyone's whiskey in the oatmeal. Betty and Veronica are both six foot four. And oh yeah, <laughs> those big crumb legs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone's fucking each oh, other. Oh, so wait, Crumb's drawing Archie. Crumb's drawing Archie written by Bukowski. Oh yeah, Jughead is like a proper like he's like all on painkillers or something all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like he's not eating lots of burgers. He's always ordering burgers. His life is burgers. <laughs> yeah, but he just sits there because he's just like I don't remember what to do with him. <laughs> I don't know. What do you th- What do you think, Kyle? Man, it's tough. Honestly, I asked the question and didn't have an answer yeah. in mind. And now all I can think is Spider-Man and Hunter S. Thompson <laughs> and how perfect that is. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Uh, yeah, otherwise, like, I, I don't know. Like, um, I what, guess... What uh, about the opposite, though? I like the, the idea that you brought up, Greg, of a graphic a novelist novel writing a, novel. a short story. Well, then Jeff Lemire and anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think a lot... Of, that's one, though, where like a lot of those artists have tried to do that like well, grant morrison's okay. written a lot of no, books and like about coming Morris, back around yeah. like yeah alan moore would be a good example but i was just gonna say rick right now we're reading after death by scott scott snyder it's essentially and it's a, it's it yeah. to me is is a is an illustrated story yeah yeah you know it's not a graphic novel well yeah i think like i said i think there's a lot of i mean i guess maybe just because of the prestige that comes with writing a novel it's a little bit more than writing a graphic novel like I feel like a lot of writers releasing a book is like their the thing they're looking for, right? Like their their main goal in life. Yeah. So a lot of you know successful graphic novelists automatically do that. Where for like a you know a fiction writer to step not necessarily in my mind it isn't backwards, but in their mind it might be backwards to do a comic. You know, like obviously Stephen King doesn't need to write a fucking graphic novel guy's yeah. making tons of money he's the, the most famous novelist ever probably like at least in our lifetime well, you know these would, people would you not like, find though that sorry but like for especially using guy like like stephen king you know and then talking about jeff lemire being able to tell a story with images and suggesting that he might lack the you know the skill to tell that story using only, only words, words yeah. don't you think though that someone like stephen king to do a graphic novel would almost be a step backwards, like a man who could paint a picture well, with, that's what I'm saying. with yeah. a thousand words that like he would almost feel like he's not doing anything by not describing the scene to a T. And then if he is describing the scene, a scene to a T, then he doesn't then need an artist. Yeah, I don't think it really no, works that way. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what I'm just saying. Is like I think that's the way they think of it, though. Like he, we, it would like like a him, lot of novelists. Could, like I would think that unless you're Steven genuinely a fan of the comics medium. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I think Alan Moore is or Jeff Lynn Moyer is, but I think fucking Stephen King could write a comic book while taking a piss. <coughs> oh, he, he probably even, has. He probably like not even like not. Let's even assume that dude is constantly writing. Definitely while he's taking a piss. <laughs> <laughs> like he's got to be at this point. Yeah. 
we're right all just, now. We're all just like, I'm trying to figure out what his bathroom looks like. Is like, is he on, is he just doing like a, like a, a talk to text type thing while yeah. he's pissing? Probably. You know? Well, speaking about taking a piss when it comes to writing, um, <laughs> George Martin has a new story coming uh, out. Awesome. That was all a right, great right. segue. No, no, well no. Done. It's Game of Thrones 8, right? What? No. No. It's, it's, yeah. no. Yeah. This is going to be a short story taking place in um, the Book of Swords anthology. And it's going to be a prequel about the fall of the Targaryen family. The Book of Swords anthology? Yeah, I, I've read a, a short story from one, one of those anthologies oh, like before. D- one of the Duncan and Egg stories is uh, what I read. A graphic novel about that as well? Yeah. yeah, yeah so there is. you go. There would be an example of somebody you don't want to write graphic novels. <laughs> yeah. No, there's like no reason. It's like, dude, seriously, we're begging you to do something else. He's like, I think though, you know, I might start a new blog, but as if I'm one of the, the characters. Yeah, so I, the idea that he's releasing a work before this highly anticipated book is going to come out is just yeah, a Yeah, what happened piss to, off. remember like a, six months ago when he was like, I'm not going to talk about Game of Thrones anymore because I got to finish writing Game of Thrones. <laughs> and, you know. Th- the new book's going to be delayed another like this book's never coming out this no. guy's not writing game of thrones <laughs> yeah i maybe, just don't understand maybe that. every character he kills off into fictitious world he gets lo- years added to his i think the life. dude just has <laughs> this, like, let's just be fair at this point he's got terrible writer's block and he can't finish it the pressure's on no, i feel like i read somewhere that he knew the ending when he started writing yeah it. but he obviously doesn't know how to get there yes but also do you, uh, Robert do, you, do you honestly think that he's having writer's block yeah absolutely yeah. it's been fucking forever yeah but when did the first book come out like early 90s five yeah. i think or 92 yeah. maybe okay well you know what no, no, i want to give him the benefit of the doubt that even if he's at some point oh no you know what i'm going to change it he wrote down an ending that even if he gets lazy he can she also oh, yeah, think the, about the, the people th- already know it the hbo writers that's know the I, ending actually you know i heard that, but that it doesn't hbo knew the ending so that if the book's never finished that they could do oh yeah an ending or oh, well, maybe in this no, case at this, well, pace, at this pace it will end before the books do yeah Absolutely. like hbo is going to write the ending to that series unless not, he fucking decides to not do as many books as he originally well, announced well what i'm thinking right now is like the last one that came out dance of dragons is a long fucking book oh yeah. and i have a feeling that this is going to be even longer oh, i think he's already said like yeah, so if you think about it that way then yeah you know what it does take a long fucking time to write that many goddamn words oh yeah dude like but yeah still for sure but he's he, i mean Trim the fat yeah and when you were just talking about stephen king he's probably put out that many pages on a fucking weekend yeah. like he, he you know there's a <laughs> disparity here and uh, how long it's fucking taking this guy to write it and i get it like, you know like great not like great writers have trouble finishing something that's that that's what he's most famous for mm-hmm. it's got to be hard to finish anyways it's it's been a while since the show are you guys kind of excited for it to come back oh yeah obviously i'm yeah. hyped uh especially because like the thing we thought that was going to happen in season two all these years ago is finally going to happen Wait, what do you mean by that well like you know we're seeing oh, danny come back oh, with the dragons we're seeing like uh john snow be the king like all these things that we thought might happen are happening you can probably mark this episode down because right now I'm going to say that I'm not interested or looking forward to new Game of Thrones and the last season was kind of boring. But quote me now in like fucking, you know, seven, like... I'll quote you with your own quotes from a previous three, three or four podcast months. where you're like, I'm fucking hyped for this shit. Like three or four months from now when like I'm like three episodes in so the you, th- you find the last season boring in hindsight? Because I'm pretty sure you were into it. While yeah, we were no, I know. It. Just, yeah, but like looking back and just... 
You know, like we didn't even make my list of speaking of which we keep bringing this up, Cody, our, our lists. OK, I mean, it's been episodes ago and like we did. our. Some, we, it's due for some honorable mentions right now. Yeah, we okay. fucked that list. We up fucked that, that list up. Our favorite things last year. Oh, so yeah. I mean, we, it's, Cody and I've been talking. Like <laughs> we've been talking about this on and off now since just after New Year's. You know, it's February something. Well, I was only really worried about one. Yeah, no, and it's the <laughs> same one. I mean, and I, we all dropped the ball. Kyle, do you want to take a, a stab in the gar- the dark? What, what it is? Well, yeah. you think we is all it? fucking dropped the ball when we were doing our favorite like best of 2016? I think we all dropped the ball on something that maybe the Super Bowl helped what? us fucking maybe remember. The Super Bowl helped us maybe remember Stranger Things. Yeah, did uh, not make yeah, any of our TV any of shows. our lists, and then like the day after, we were just like, yeah. Fuck. I th- I thought about it, but I, I mean, my list yeah, was my sure list. You didn't. Sure, you did. No, see, it would have. I I, I would have probably put it at number one. <laughs> I don't think I would. I don't think I would have put it on my list, but we should have talked about it anyway. Yeah. And, uh, and then just since we're doing honorable mentions, it's just I know Todd McFarland's listening, and I just wanted to say that I think he did a great job last year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, Todd. That's no, funny because uh, I thought you were gonna say Final Fantasy 15. No, because that was on your list. Oh, you hated he, that game. He right? You wanted to remove it. Well, oh, I, yeah. I think he would remove it. Yeah, I, I haven't played uh, any other games. Even <laughs> I barely made that list. Yeah, that's fair. I played more games in this last week than I did all last year. Yeah, that's all right. True enough. But uh, Stranger Things. I mean, I liked I liked it, but I didn't like it as much as the three I already said. So. And, no, and with that said, like though, it's just like, yeah, Game of Thrones didn't make my list. I was kind of bored with it. Everything that happened that last season was stuff that we all were expecting, and they tried to tell us it wasn't going to happen. Then it all happened exactly like everyone in the internet guessed. Even more so than, like, I don't know. I, I guarantee you when the show's on, you know, I'll get balls deep into it. But, like, right now, I'm more excited for, say, uh, I don't know. I've been thinking about Preacher a lot. Yeah. Here's you what know. I want to say about Stranger Things that I think, I think is a deficit to it. I did pick Preacher. Yes, yeah. what I mean, like I wouldn't have put Stranger Things on my list, but we didn't talk. about But it. we didn't talk about it, and Game of Thrones didn't make my list, and I still stand by that. Here, here, here's the problem with it, though. When we watched Westworld, which made two of our lists, I think, uh, it came out weekly, and we got to talk about it every week. We were coming up with ideas of what was going to happen together. And that was part of the hype and why you build it up in your head. Stranger Things, because it's on Netflix and comes out all at once, doesn't have that. Mm-hmm. We all probably binge watch it on our separate schedules and then don't really talk about it as much because we don't know where everyone is. You know, you don't want to spoil yeah. That's fair. where they are. Because I, I watch that slowly. Not everyone does. So I remember when that came out, though, that was an example of me not giving a fuck. Like I, I said, I didn't think I cared. And then I ended up caring more oh, than anybody. Yeah. Like yeah, I, I, I remember the day that came out, or like close to it, talking to you. He's like, you hear about the Stranger Things? And you're like, everyone's telling me to watch this fucking Stranger Things. Like, they know me. <laughs> and I was like, well, I don't know. I feel like it's right up your alley. Well, it's not up to anyone else to tell me what's up my alley. <laughs> yeah, that was just like, fuck, yesterday, my, someone mess- like my brother and another person messaged me, and they were, uh, they were just like, so we're doing acid tomorrow. I'm just like, no, I'm not. <laughs> and like the whole time I was thinking like that would have been a lot of fun but it was just like <laughs> you're not going to tell me what I'm going to no, do I mean, in fact I actually didn't get off the couch once yesterday well that probably would have been I, the same if you had done yeah, it yeah right I don't think I left the house <laughs> I went to bed actually like thinking like I got into bed and I was like my ass hurts from sitting on the couch all day <laughs> <laughs> living the healthy life yeah, mm-hmm. yeah making great choices <laughs> but I'm I'm pretty psyched for the new season 2 of Stranger Things I mean if we're going to talk about yeah talk about that the trailer looks great for sure I mean I, I love me some tentacles um, some some interdimensional portals like this upside down world. Yeah, it looked cool. It was I liked the way they presented it with like the old school footage at the beginning. Yeah, the Ghostbusters. 
Yeah, that looks cool. <laughs> it's. I, I wanted to, to bring it up. I, I wish you guys were, like, you. Cody fell asleep and Kyle hasn't watched it yet, but uh, the new show Legion. I kind of thought, Cody watched some of it with me, and we were talking about the soundtrack, and it, I thought it reminded me of Stranger Things, but then we were thinking, like, uh, who's the actor that did Neon Demons and... Uh, Nicholas Munden Ruffin. Yeah, because we, we listed off a couple of his movies. But just in the Stranger Things um, like vein there, I thought the music sounded like that, and there was a lot of really weird imagery going on in uh, in Legion, like uh, FX new Marvel show. But uh, the first thing the guy does when he uh, gets it's the It's a Marvel show? Yeah. Well, it's an X-Men show. No, it's it's uh, it's it's Marvel Studios. Really? Yeah. I thought it was supposed to be yeah. like X-Men. It's, uh, it's, it's, Marvel, it's Marvel Television Studios or whatever. It's like whoever does Daredevil and... Uh, see, I thought universe. it was his own thing. No, and it's also FX. So the show is going to be canon with the Marvel universe, like Daredevil and all that shit. We don't know anything else yet. They're, they're, it's all it's all really hush hush. I was completely in the dark on that. I yeah. thought it was uh, so, no, an X because originally that's what everyone was saying. They were asking the wrong questions. It was going to be canon with X Men, is what everyone was asking because that's what you would think. And yeah. no, it is not going to be canon with any of the X Men movies. It's actually going to be canon with everything else. Oh. So that's kind of neat. But sorry, just the Stranger Things uh, aspect was I thought the music was really Stranger Things. And then the first thing the guy does when given the opportunity is eat an entire box of Eggo waffles. <laughs> so that I, I kind of thought that might have been a little nod there, perhaps. Yeah. But uh, I would ch- I would recommend checking out Legion. I knew yeah, nothing I going in, and in fact had no expectations. Like I was thinking, oh, I'll watch it. I doubt I'm going to enjoy it. And the first episode, I, if I tried to spoil it for you guys, I don't think I could. <laughs> Because it doesn't make any sense. It uh, then talking to uh, a couple of the people who were fans of the character Legion, they brought up some interesting things. Like, I guess in the uh, in the comic, it's it's a lot of external point of view uh, about the character Legion, and like the premise is like this character is in a mental institution, mm-hmm. and now we're trying to figure out is is he mentally unstable or is he actually a mutant? It seems to be the premise is what he's seeing and doing all in his head, or is it real? It's fucked. It's a really good show. The episode, mm-hmm. like, I kind of want to watch it again. Like, I'm probably going to watch it at least two or three more times yeah, that's, before that's the your next. Yeah, that's your But uh, it was, it's, it's crazy, and I would highly recommend it. Huh. Hmm? Um, I, I want to learn more about Legion. He's Xavier's son, so I don't know how that's all going to play out. Like, uh, maybe yeah, they're, they're banking like that on by the time any of this information becomes relevant, Marvel Studios will own more of the X Men rights. Well, I, I always thought that was supposed to be pretty much impossible, but I mean, I yeah, also I thought this was an X Men thing. I, so. I'm not sure. So That's crazy. I'm sure there's a lot of loopholes going yeah. on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. Um, anything else as far as new TV or anything like that? You guys been watching anything? Mm, Legion? No, just I know there's Twin Peaks hype. I know there's one thing we haven't talked about on here that uh, I've only seen the first three episodes, and there's been a few more since but it's it's always sunny in philadelphia oh holy fuck, fuck man okay now yeah so okay <laughs> we're gonna be taking a break after like coming up here in a second because we're gonna show kyle the new episode if it's always sunny <laughs> so, i haven't uh, seen the last it three doesn't matter it doesn't really yeah, matter yeah, yeah, this new episode man <laughs> so for, like we said this man anybody who hasn't seen it's always sunny i check it out like they're on season 12 right now it's and that should say it's something good <laughs> um, like yeah, they're pushing boundaries for Outdone sure. Outdone <laughs> themselves. So what was the last episode you saw, Kyle? Uh, Old Lady House. Okay, so that is a brilliant example right there. So uh, It's Always Sunny doesn't have a laugh track. We'll start there. And that's admirable when you realize that shows with laugh tracks, you're Aren't laughing funny. because they tell you to. <laughs> yeah. Meaning that when you watch a show that doesn't have a laugh track and you're laughing, that's because you genuinely thought it was funny. 
And so in the one episode of It's Always Sunny, they do a little nod playing, a little nod to the laugh track, and it's and it's great. And that's kind of where I think they're going with this new season. Is it seems like that they're trying things that they've never done before, and they're pushing boundaries. I think they're also picking apart television Exa- and entertainment. I think so. Yeah, it's, it's even like self-aware. last season kind of got to that. Well, the last season, yeah, it was with the one episode there. The Birdman episode, but it's not a Birdman yeah. episode. And then even, I think it was the season before when they do the um, the one where they go to that like uh, fancy upbeat bar and they're like, it's basically about begging for the fact that they, or like complaining about they never got an award. Oh, right. Yeah, like they don't get an award for best bar and this place did. And like the whole thing is making fun of that it's always sunny, never won any awards. And like, what do we need to do? Do we have to have brighter lighting and like, you know... Uh, romance that like will they won't they that kind of thing well okay Carl. so here picking apart just uh for yourself like to remind yourself and then maybe for the audience why don't you say what you think the most outrageous thing ever happened on it's always sunny just to kind of put into perspective what kind of show it is but also to just remind yourself how vulgar they can be i would say it was (laughs) probably when charlie asked if santa claus fucked his mom (laughs) 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 with the look in his eyes (laughs) Okay, no, that's that's a good one. Uh, I, I like when like right his, up the top there. I like when what's his face stabs the other guy with a fork. <laughs> <laughs> you get fork stabbed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, the McBoyle probably. brothers. Yeah. 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 Uh, one of the McBoyles. Um, uh, there's so much. He gets milk in I the mean, cut. Danny DeVito's history where he is the father to a set of twins, but he's actually not their father. He's the father to somebody else because their mom was a prostitute. He's a horrible yeah. man. The, the, yeah. You know, it's uh, it's a great show. So we'll take a little break right now, and I'm going to show Kyle the newest a step up. Always sunny. Because I think it's just it's art at this point. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we'll come back and discuss the newest episode of It's Always Sunny and, uh, and probably it, some other shit. And maybe also, like, can vulgarity be art? <laughs> All right. Sounds good. We'll be right back. This is Craig Wade and Brian Allen Delaney from B Movies and Ebooks, a podcast about cult and horror films and genre fiction. You can catch new episodes on iTunes and Stitcher every Wednesday, or you can watch us live on Blab.im Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Central. B Movies and Ebooks. We bleed fiction. And we're back. And we watched It's Always Sunny, the newest episode. It was something. What was the title? Uh, oh, you know what? I actually don't know. I kind of blanked on that part. That's funny that we <laughs> just watched it and didn't know. But anyway, uh, I see what you guys were saying. I, I mean, yeah, I don't want to be a podcast as just uh, explaining what we were just watching. But the, the that episode, like that episode, had a lot going on that we were trying to figure out. As in, like, what exactly were they trying to to do there? And so in this episode, they <laughs> they say every swear word you could possibly say, and then along that. At least, yeah. Well, I guess they don't actually say fuck. No, they did. Yeah. When did they? They did in a previous episode, too. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, well, definitely. Because no, they kept saying F-bomb, and then they were saying uh, faggot. Uh, and uh, then at one point, I think D's like, I don't care if you're in the basement fucking yourself or something like that. <laughs> it's oh, brutal. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, but they, yeah they're definitely point. testing some limits for this episode. It's called uh, Hero or Hate Crime. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. You, you might hear me. Sorry. Yeah, I, I mean, brilliant episode. I totally get why you guys were hyping it. Uh, yeah, it was written by the guys. One yeah. of my, f- all of my favorite episodes are usually the gang telling the story to a third party. <laughs> Apparently, they haven't. This is the first episode that they've written from the season. That they wrote? Yeah. Huh. That's weird. Oh, except for the first one, the yeah. music. 
the musical they wrote. Yeah, I thought that uh, Robin tried. Oh yeah, that that was, yeah, that's a good one. But anyway, yeah. As far as like saying all the swear words, that was basically the thing. Like, can we get away with saying? Yeah, and cunt like and for some reason, like the whole time I was watching, it was reminding me of like the South Park episode where they had like the, the, the little number, yeah, yeah, the shit counter in the bottom. It was just gave that similar feel. Just like, hey, let's what we can do. Except I feel like there wasn't really any, I don't know, animosity in this. It was just more for fun. It yeah, seemed like it was that. just and like we're gonna it, do this it was because like, we can, and we haven't really done it before. I, I want to know like what some of the punches were. Like why why was it so key that Charlie stepped in the shit? Like that seemed like there was something there that we didn't know <laughs> about. Well, I, th- I brought up earlier today that like maybe like you're allowed to touch shit on TV, but if you touch shit on purpose, almost out of pleasure, yeah. maybe you're not allowed to sh- show that. Like yeah, some, like, like someone like I on would, purpose getting themselves yeah. covered in shit. This definitely does feel like it was a lot of like, here's the wordage in the FCC like guidelines, yeah. Yeah. and we're gonna work our way through this Be- as to to figure out how we can get away with. Super it. fun to watch. Like, uh, uh, the people smoking, the smoking thing yeah. where it seemed everybody in the episode smoked, but no more than two people smoking at one time. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, and no one smoking directly on camera. They're just holding the cigarette, no, which is definitely a were thing. They? Oh yeah, maybe I don't know. Like, yeah, they're all just, ashing. Or holding the cigarette. Well, then the whole premise, which is, can you say a bad word on TV if you're not calling it to someone? Like, can you say nigger if you're just explaining (laughs) what nigger means? Or, or, yeah, like, when are you not allowed? If you're saving someone's life, can you use hate speech? Right? It was was a great episode. Um, For anybody who hasn't (laughs) seen it, I don't know. It's only 22 minutes. And you can't take it too seriously. Like, anyone that's, like, touchy when it comes to, like, I don't know. Political correctness, I guess. Yeah. You, you, you got to just... I like, guess really that's what the episode's about, right? Like in what context is being politically it's correct. Spirit. Yeah, yeah. Can you I just know. get upset for the sake of getting upset? Like that word exists is enough to keep me up at night. I don't, like, yeah. I don't think they were trying to bug people with this episode. I think no, they were trying no. to entertain their fans. Yeah, it was I a solid it. episode. Like, and it's you know pretty what? tasteful as it far was. as tasteful gets for <laughs> saying all the words they said or for It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. The whole cocksucker speech. Yeah. Yeah, it was brilliant. It was yeah. great. Half the world loves getting their cock sucked. The other half the world loves sucking cock. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's a win-win. <laughs> that was the hottest D ever, ever looked. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, great episode. Great season so far. Uh, there's a few episodes I got to watch, but I mean, definitely. Definitely, I think it's... I don't... So far, better than the last one. You I know, think. Kyle, I th- I don't know if if maybe I misunderstood the question or if you didn't even ask this question. But I think on a on a previous episode, maybe this was something else someone asked me. But if there's a movie or something I watch to just appreciate for cinematography, did we talk about this on a, on a previous podcast? Mm, I I I don't know. Probably it seems like a thing, or or at least definitely a conversation. But to we just kind of you know defend us, acknowledging how much we want to watch. It's always sunny there before the break, but it's always sunny is one of those shows where it does actually seem like they're doing something different for each episode and it's not just their performance. It's like they're trying to poke fun at something in Hollywood that goes on behind the scenes. Yeah, and they'll do it in a subtle way of like, like you're saying, like the way they film it. You know, like, where it's... Yeah, but you, you got to be careful with how you describe it because you could also say that they're just doing gimmick episodes. Like Community Season 3, Season 4 shit. Like, yeah, but I think they're doing it in a... In a I think they're better right. way. You're they're right. beyond a story, I think, by now. Oh, yeah. Like, they don't have a story left. I agree with you. Or I don't know that there's not one left, but right now they're not. It's not about See, the story. I, I always think, okay, if we're just talking about, like, gimmick episodes or something, right? Like, you, you brought up Community. And a lot of, you said season three. 
and then season four. Cool. And th- those are, I love that show. Season three, I think, is great. Season four, I think, sucks ass. And a perfect example of how to do that, like, right, I think, is, like, season four, they do, like, a Hunger Games episode, and they just say Hunger Games. <laughs> like, th- they're going to do it. We're doing Hunger Games. <laughs> but they, you know, they do a lot of, like, uh, Doctor Who nods. The other one, they don't say Doctor Who and then just do Doctor Who. Like, they they imply it, and, like, that's what everyone knows what they're doing. Well, but, like, there's a difference in there, like, where well, you can do it subtly or, or, or not so subtly without just blatantly pointing out that you're doing it. I think that it. those are, like, that's a different type of gimmick, though, because, like, I think that the, what we're talking about more is, like, every sitcom has, the, like, that contained episode, you know, where they're stuck on the elevator or, like, you know, they're stuck yeah, in the one bottle room, episode. the bottle episode, you know. Uh, everything Ex- has perfect like, example that's from community like they make know, fun of it but, and they say but bottle a, episode that's a, like that's a better example right <laughs> i think you know like the the musical episode there's always an episode of everything where they're singing you know um there's uh like the halloween episode you know there's always like these sticks that you can do and it seems like yeah community and and it's always something that you bring it up we're kind of doing it in a really similar style as where it's like we're going to do the gimmick episodes but if we acknowledge them and do them tastefully then they're not gimmick episodes anymore. They're, yeah. they're almost an homage to the gimmick. Exactly. You know, There's like, like the that line. That, that, that's a perfect, like you bring up homage, like that's the line. And even in community, they say that or like repeatedly. Yeah. Abed would say, I prefer the term homage. <laughs> like that's the way he thinks of it. And well, like well, that yeah. is like the director or the writer saying it directly to the camera in a different way than just saying, Hunger Games, <laughs> the camera, <laughs> and then doing a Hunger Games episode. You, you know, know like, like how would you classify from like the Fonz there, like that whole jumping the shark thing? Because that that's something that's been used behind the scenes. You know, you know where it's like a term that has brought itself to, to the actual front of of television. Like they acknowledge that. Yeah. But it's almost like an you know something that the showrunners would say. You know, and it's like that's kind of the stuff that they're bringing to the forefront. And I think and it's always sunny. Like the, the what what is it the f fucking like the the censor board there fcc yeah the fcc you know like shit that the audience might not know a lot about but if you worked in the industry it would be something you'd have to deal especially with especially as a writer oh f- yeah for that's sure the, they're your enemy oh yeah they're, they're, yeah that's the case like i mean I, I don't know a perfect example of like i think of like what writers go through for that is like that uh documentary seven days to air or Probably. six days to air yeah that's good like this it's about south park guys doing that and like how to write an episode and then have someone have to go plead to the FCC essentially and go, this is what we're going to say. What what would be a problem if this was <laughs> like, if this person's going to rape this person? How do we change that Con- to make it work? They must okay be with this? somewhat lenient, right? Because I mean, comedy is a whole other ground where, I mean, if it's a show where in my show, my hero is going to be raping people. Well, it's all I context, mean, that's a little right? different, right? Yeah, it is context. Also, I, I think that's it, the point. It's yeah. worth saying too, that I'm pretty sure the FCC doesn't have control over cable. It's mostly the adverti- advertisers that actually hate that shit. Well, the whole point of this context thing is the title of this episode, Hero or Hate Crime. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like, that's what they're pointing yeah, at. Yeah, like, can we, like, yeah, that, that word, you can't just say that word's not allowed. Because if you are saying, hey, faggot, watch out, and he saves someone's life, and it's actually a is great it, thing it? in this story. I'm not saying it is, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. But it, you could write it to make it somehow work. That is a great thing that he used that word to save so someone's life. To grab life. someone's attention. And, and then, sure, well, then maybe it, it should be allowed. When we were kids, I mean, you know, like we're all in our our mid twenties here, so just think back when we were. Also, like I sorry, I just I agree with free speech, so you can say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, no, but yeah, yeah, that's, like even that's so why though, we're saying these words we right were, now. When we were in elementary school, I mean, it was pretty common to just call each other faggots. Like that's just what you did. 
Oh, but yeah. then at it's some the time point, like, we grew up now, in, yeah. we're, we're all adults. And, I mean, we'd go drinking at the bar, and if someone were to yell faggot out, we'd all stop. And well, I mean, we'd definitely turn our heads. The, the, drunker, <laughs> like, the drunker of us would no, play the hero cool and be like, should we go, man, I'm going to go say something to that guy, you know? And it's yeah, like, exactly. You, you know, can't it, ignore it, that. It's definitely, definitely used in hateful, hateful ways. Yeah. and Every that's day the thing that, in, it, in where we live, even. It's not even, like, a distant problem for us. Like, it <laughs> no, happens yeah, everywhere. Yeah. But... It's also just a word, and if you treat it like it doesn't have power, I guess, like, I don't know. It's not right, but I the, what they're trying to get their message across in this show is at least, it's like, good, well good to think about. What I know this is kind of silly, but the word abracadabra, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that it's, like, Yiddish or something for meaning I make my words not happen. So it's, like, you know, it's kind of what you're no saying. I have no idea if that is... Uh, I'm pretty sure it is, but I mean, it's kind of like what you're saying is just like a word is is just a word, but it could also, if you give it power, it has a lot of power. Are you talking about like how Alan Alan Moore says writing is magic? Oh man, (laughs) next month, next month, the final issue of Providence comes out. You stoked? So like it's ending. I'm scared. I actually think I might keep... I have a feeling it's going to be long. Like For, man, you know Cody, <laughs> yeah, Cody. I have a feeling no. that all of them are long Cody. from what you guys would describe. Yeah. Now, what I'm waiting is I'm going to start reading issue 12, and I'm going to open it, I'm going to fall asleep, and I'm going to wake back up, and I'm still on the first issue. Oh, no time's passed at all. This is all just, this is all issue one. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, you're in the Matrix. Or uh, in Alan Moore's mind. All right, well, for a transition of topics... <laughs> <laughs> Do you like that one? <laughs> Don't want to be in Alan Moore's mind. No, no one <laughs> wants to be in Alan Moore's mind. Uh, so, probably in the most unpopular of holidays is fast approaching. Black <laughs> History Month. No, that oh, <laughs> oh, that's already here. Man. That was that nah, was dark. That was just that was just <laughs> that was just a joke for the thing there. Just, <laughs> yeah. you know, we don't feel that. No, way. Valentine's Day <laughs> coming up soon. Now, <coughs> oh, uh, you guys uh, are single. Yeah. Unless I missed out on some sort of memo well, that I didn't I don't know. My mom came by with some chocolate today, and yeah. she asked me to be her Valentine, so uh, I'm actually kind of taken this year. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Good for you, man. Thanks. <laughs> Silver Fox. <laughs> but, um, no, what I was going to get at is um, there's a shit ton of movies that, for most guys, are probably, like, a secret enjoyment. Like rom-coms? Yeah, exactly. The romantic comedy, comedy or just the full-on romantic movie. question. <laughs> I was gonna get at what are those what are those movies for you guys? Oh, like your man. secret love of uh, somewhat. I don't know. Girly wh- movie I don't know why, but growing up, I was fascinated with the fucking movie Ten Things I Hate About You. Ten Things I Hate About You. That's the one with like Heath uh, Ledger and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, see, so you know, I thought I was thinking a totally different thing. Uh, I was thinking with like. Um, it's based off like some Shakespeare. All right, story. all right, all right. What's that guy? Or Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, Days Confused. Yeah, yeah, but or what's the one with? Times. Yeah, but what's the one with him know. and like um, Kate Hudson? I don't know. I think it's Kate Hudson. It's like How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. That's the one I was thinking of. It's got ten in it. Oh yeah, no. Nope. Does uh, have ten in it? <laughs> <laughs> ten things I hate about you. That's your. That's your. So if you were to go on a Valentine's date, that'd be the movie you'd watch. No. <laughs> Not <laughs> that's at just all. Secret pleasure. I would embarrass the fuck out of myself because like. Uh, I would just know all the words and shit. (laughs) (laughs) And with all the chokers and ripped jeans coming back, yeah, it might not be a bad thing. Like being into that? Yeah. Why would, yeah, so, all right. 
obviously there's an embarrassment <laughs> so to you. So I should like, update my Tinder like profile to yeah. be like really into 10 things I hate about <laughs> you. <laughs> so why are you embarrassed about liking that movie? Just because it's a cheesy rom-com. Yeah? Yeah. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's kind of fun. They had two good actors like kind of before their time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Heath Ledger's the badass in it. Well, I mean, I would assume. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> eh, I don't know. It, it, it was my it was my cheesy um, guilt movie. Yeah. yeah. Greg, what about you? You got one? I've seen Moulin Rouge like probably like twenty times. Yeah. All right. Well, like that's fair. But I don't know if Moulin. I guess it's it a is. Sad like, it's not a. It's not a rom com. Obviously, no, but. it's not a rom com. Yeah, it's, um, I it's saw, a little I, more widely accepted by. Uh, I think everyone. it's because you can get away with that one because it was like artsy. Artsy, yeah, yeah, that was like the best way. I'm trying to think of the director I mean, for that because it's the same I, as uh, I watched uh, Romeo Ser- Serendipitous probably uh, like eight times. I've never seen that movie. But I mean, in my defense, I didn't actually go out of my way to watch <laughs> that movie. Um, I was like just going through this like bout of like not sleeping a lot. I was playing a lot of Star Wars games on the computer, and like we'd just gotten like the digital cable, so there's a lot of movie networks on. And I just remember, like, for, like, three days straight, I was just playing, like, some Star Wars game. And every, like, I could switch channels and just keep the movie Serendipitous on. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but yeah. I just, every time the movie ended, I would just put on another channel so that it was Serendipitous <laughs> on. And I just watched that movie, like, I, I don't know. I like John Cusack. Kate Beckinsale is pretty hot. Fair so he was about a glove in an elevator. See, I love, like, all of those 80s ones, like, pretty in pink. I could, I, but I feel like those aren't really guilty pleasure uh, ones those because like john hughes movies are it's like treasures now yeah exactly so i guess my one that i would say is uh definitely maybe <laughs> that's what it's called yeah. definitely maybe i don't yeah. think i ever saw that well uh like uh, i really like was love actually like uh, i was really into Keira Knight. Like, i don't well. think i've actually seen that one like Liam Neeson's in that. this one's got the, the old uh ryan reynolds <coughs> oh actually you know what there we go no i was just like thinking like fuck I got a better answer. It's, it's like I've seen almost every Hugh Grant movie. It's basically How I Met Your Mother, the movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that's kind no, of. No, because there is actually that How I Met Your Mother movie with Ryan Reynolds. That is this movie. That's what I'm saying. Is, oh, is that the one with Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not called How I Met Your Mother. It's called Definitely Maybe, but that's this movie. No, no, I, just, I forgot. I was thinking of a different movie, and now, yeah. Yeah, that's I had one. two movies in my head, but now they're the same movie. Like, even kind of like. Rip off the ending a little mm. bit. Well, like, no one dies in this one. But, yeah, that's my cheeseball-ass uh, romantic comedy that I feel like, uh, you know, guys got to admit to liking these movies. Hmm. They're a thing. Yeah, I, I've i had quite a few guilty pleasures over the years where, um, I don't know, my mom is always into cheesy movies that I'd... I I'm glad you finished that with... <laughs> <laughs> she was into cheesy movies you're going somewhere else <laughs> your guilty pleasure yeah, wasn't no, your mom. So I'd sit around and watch a lot of like those early 90s rom-coms and like like you said a lot of Hugh Grant ones and Man. stuff like About that a boy. <laughs> but like no they have their place what's yeah the, absolutely what's the, the easy watch <clears throat> like blue, was it Blue Valentine Blue what's Is the one there with David Lynch no no that's Blue Velvet oh, yeah. no Blue Valentine's the one with uh, Ryan Gosling Ryan Gosling oh yeah that was that was a sad not, that's one. not really a comedy in any way, I don't no. think. That's just kind of a sad it's movie. A sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, what's what, what, what about Clerks? I mean, uh, Chasing Amy. Chasing Amy? I feel like that's one that um, I, definitely I like has that, that like, for sure. But it's, Jersey it's Girl? a complicated, oh, Jersey Girl might be a different story, <laughs> but um, that, Chasing Amy is like a complicated love story. 
I like that Ken, <laughs> like Kevin Smith just keeps putting Ben Affleck in his romance movies. Oh, it's because who wouldn't want to be romantic with Ben Affleck? Who wouldn't want Ben Affleck in their movies? Fair enough. They were like, I, mean, I, I wasn't people, disagreeing with people you. that are making Daredevil movies. <laughs> That's who. Yeah. Or Geely. Geely. <laughs> which I never saw. I liked the the Daredevil movie. The what? I like the Daredevil movie. Oh, like the one with Ben Affleck? Yeah. I guess that's the only one, right? Yeah, it is. Really? So, like, what about that <coughs> made you hey, like it? Hey, well, I have a fun game, actually, we can play. This is, like, right now. Okay. Uh, okay. Name name five superhero movies you didn't like. Me? Yeah. Five. Oh, that's <laughs> tough. That's especially for Craig. This yeah. is going to be tough. <laughs> like, okay. come on. All right. No, all right. No, I can I can do this. I can do this. Okay. But, so, like, uh, actually really yeah, didn't no, like it. All right. So, I can try. <laughs> um, the George Clooney Batman. Okay. So right. that's really? Batman. That like, there's no nostalgia factor. I don't think Batman, Batman and Robin. Batman shouldn't be a joke. Okay. I guess you are a few years older than me. So Batman and Robin, then. That's ba- the one. Batman we're and Robin. But, like, I, don't get me wrong. Uh, we were talking about this the other night, Kyle. Uh, Chris O'Donnell. Yeah. As Robin. It's great. Don't get, uh, that was actually like the, the, huh? that was the good part. But anyway, so yeah. Okay, so there's one. Um, Want to go around the table? We each name one, and then we'll do it that way. That way, everyone gets one to think on. Okay, you go next. Then I didn't really think about it. I'm gonna uh, go with uh, Fantastic Four Two, The Silver Surfer. Okay, that one. That, that movie's shit. Shit, eh? Yeah. You know, it's hard to say that that like I it's that's not on my list because I mean if you picked every movie where the superhero was just fighting a giant gas planet thing, that would be the half end, the movies. That would be half the movies. And to be honest, I mean. The re- the uh, when you think about movies where the ultimate ending was them fighting a gas slash planet, yeah, that one actually wasn't the worst one. Uh, well, maybe that might be true, but I just didn't like that movie. Okay, uh, two words, and you can times them by two. Jessica Alba. She was hot as fuck in both those movies. So, all right, those aren't the worst movies that I've seen. So no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Cody, you got one. Um. I'll just. I didn't like the Superman one, the newest Man of Steel. Oh yeah, not at all. That's fair. I didn't even think about those. Now I got a whole litany of movies yeah. I didn't like. Well, really, just was one it, more. Oh, was it back to me. Yeah, it's yeah, back to you. I don't know. Well, this was really all just directed towards you. Um, I, I thought you'd be able to. Yeah, no, no. Try I, to list them off quick. <laughs> oh well, yeah, no. The Kyle turned it into a game that doesn't <laughs> just pick on me, but um, I, I really didn't like Doctor Strange. No, I haven't watched that one fair. yet. That's fair. I don't really love that movie. But anyway. actually, the the ten seconds I did watch, I was like, oh, I I really did like Inception. I like the I like the use of the exact same concept more in in, in Doctor Strange than well, because they had some time to elaborate on it. Yeah, but other than that, like the I don't think I like Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbun batch. No, you got it right the first one. I think I even tried to watch the new Sherlock Holmes, and I got like half an hour in yeah, and I'm not a like, big fan of him either this guy's just a fucking tool and I did, it wasn't until I started watching like that Julian Assange movie where at first like halfway through I'm like fuck Julian is Assange Julian is a prick Assange? in a movie about yeah, oh, that's yeah and I'm just like and you know what it was like I don't even hate Julian Assange I just do not like this guy everything he's like in a- have you seen no, the, the greatest role he did was Zoolander 2 when he plays that <laughs> have you seen Zoolander 2 no I think I made you watch it no. the scene no, I did I made you watch the scene where like that one guy's like I'm like this is you and it's like the new model guy where he's like, oh, that's dope. That's sick. I can't believe you guys are saying Cody, this. Cody, you say you. that no, all no, the time. No, 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 no. But it's, it's this new model agency. And every time like Ben Affle- or Ben Stiller or Owen Wilson say something, this other guy's like, oh, I, I hate you guys so much. That's so cool. 
Oh, so I cool. I think I did. And I made you watch it, it yeah. then Benedict Cumberbatch comes up and he plays like he, she, and it's like this oh, <laughs> like yeah. sexless being. Yeah, I saw that part of it. Now I like forgot can, now that I watched part of this All I can you. think about is when I see Benedict Cumberbatch just him with like no gender and it's just, he's it's weird. Or like, yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs> all right, so I got to think of another one. Batman vs. Superman. Still haven't even watched that one. That's terrible. Ex- expectations like, like are so movies. low. Yeah, I know. So Great. low. Probably won't even see the new Justice League. I won't say the new Justice League movie. Just that. Ahead <laughs> <laughs> of time. Get ahead on that one. <laughs> yeah, throwing the pins that, are set. Throwing that one out there. Fair enough. Greg, you got another? Is it fair, though? <laughs> yeah, it's fair. <laughs> that movie's going to be terrible. Um, I'll even do this one as like a freebie because like I'm trying to name movies I don't like, but I'm going to put Iron Man 2 and 3 just as one. I didn't like those movies. Well said. All right. Just because, like, I, you, I, the point of this exercise was for Cody to point out how hard it is for me to name movies I don't like. Yeah. Especially when it came to the to the comic books scene. So I will say that I loved Iron Man one, and we can all say everybody loved Iron Man one. Yeah. John Favreau is one of the greatest directors we know. And then he fucked it with two. He kind of <laughs> did, but he, he, yeah. I'm gonna go with Ang Lee's The Hulk. Is your no, computer plugged in? No, it was my computer. Ah. Um. Yeah, that was like the first one, not the Ed Norton one. Oh, yeah. No, I like that one, oh, too. Shit. To be honest, I think about it every once in a while. Like, the scene when he's in the woods and he's fighting so the dogs. Tim Roth? No, that's the other one. Oh, so that's no, the this incredible. Is, this, is this is Edward Norton? Norton? With no, Eric that Bana? one is the Edward Norton one. With Eric Bana? Yeah, it's Eric Bana. No, Eli Roth. So or, who's, sorry, who's, uh, who's playing it? Eric Bana. Eric Bana. That's is, the guy's name? It's yeah. Bruce Banner. Eric uh, Bana was playing Bruce Banner. Okay, I don't know. It's got, it's got Liv Taylor in it. Well, uh, it, it was the same William Hurt, though, wasn't it? What? Is William Hurt not not her dad in that? Ooh, I don't remember. It's been a while since. No, nah, maybe he's not. I don't know. But uh, no, those were good movies. Yeah, nothing wrong there. Um, <laughs> Cody, yeah. <laughs> nothing wrong there. Can barely remember it. Fuck it. It's good. <laughs> Fuck it. Brilliant. Good. Give it an Oscar. No, no. Man, when, when he's like raging out and every time he's getting hurt, he keeps getting bigger. Like the look and pain in his eyes and he's in the, the woods fighting those like hulked out dogs that was pretty cool all right like i mean yeah i'm not going to dispute that it, there's pretty moments in all right things but the plot of that movie is like nonsense and generally pretty shit all right, anyway cody um next. i'm gonna go with all of the x-men movies oh you're after wrong. the first one no x-men 2 is good you're wrong no, I can't. I don't know. I, all of the X Men movies. Yeah, like even uh, the original ones. With even Ryan first like, class. Like, no, well, no, but even going back, like the original three. Well, that's what he's saying. No, uh, he's one. saying anything after the first one. Just one. That's the only one you liked. Yeah. Oh, that's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I liked it. Yeah, that one with Rogue and Wolverine in the fucking like Alaska. That's a pretty sweet movie. Sabretooth is kind yeah, of yeah. I like the, I like the I like the way they introduced the X Men to the movie universe through that one. But that's not even and, the and best that, one. Two is better. Yeah, but you can say that. But I that's just not, like yeah, no, yeah, it's, it's good. This is I like this. <laughs> you didn't like First Class? No. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, see, I like. I couldn't get into it. I, I, I don't think I like the guy that plays Young Xavier. Oh yeah. Yeah. What about that new movie with like? Uh, the split. Yeah. I've heard good things, but yeah, I don't. Doesn't appeal to me. I, I like ninety percent of M Night Shyamalan because all of his movies are great up until the ending. So it's hard because it's like you have so really? much. Really, because most people would say a lot of those movies are bad up until the ending. Yeah, 
Uh, I find that. that the endings are always just like you know that the the twist is coming, and so it's always a build up. What a twist! And then seeing the trailers, James McAvoy looks like he's overacting super hard. James McAvoy. Oh, were you guys tripping on that? Yeah, he, uh, he forgot sorry, it. Sorry, I wasn't. I kind of was like zoning out. Uh, James McAvoy looks like he's overacting hard. I want to check it out, but I don't think I'm going to go to the theater to see it. I'll wait. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what are we at? Three. We're three each. Yeah. Hit it up before there, Greg. Uh, the second series number two, Spider-Man, the one with with uh, Ooh, yeah, the, the one Amazing Spider-Man yeah, two with uh, Jamie Fox. That's the only really like that's the only unwatchable Spider-Man. Like we can all have oh. fun watching Spider-Man three. No, see now you gave me oh, my no. next one, Spider-Man three. Man, that what are you doing? Like fucking the whole, like, dancing and sliding. And, like, oh like, man, that's the worst part of that movie. I'm like, I'm looking in a window reflection of myself, and I see Tobey Maguire with like awesome hair. And, like, <laughs> awesome hair? Are you kidding me? The dyed black fucking emo dude. You give me Tobey Maguire at his worst Spider-Man, and it's better than Garfield's yeah. best. Yeah. Uh, I disagree entirely. I liked the first Spider-Man movie, like Amazing Spider-Man movie. It was good. I think Spider-Man Two is good. But no, yeah, I mean, like the one with uh, Garfield there, like that first oh, movie, yeah, that, that was that an alright movie. movie. But it, man, yeah, I will say, you know, I rip on J- uh, James Franco. I liked him as the little Green Gobbler. <laughs> the Green Gobbler. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's amazing. And come on, oh man, Willem Dafoe. Oh yeah, in the first one, Shit. he does I, look like a goblin. Oh, I yeah. would he love. Is, I mean, he was to born to play a goblin. <laughs> him come back as anything in the Marvel. League. Like, an, oh, oh yeah, I, I'd agree with that. I, lo- I be, love that guy though. And He's a great you actor. know what? A lot of people are saying that the problem that with like are some of the Marvel issues is like the villains suck. And I agree, Marvel's villains are. Well, it's just hard, man. It's hard. But There's been so many. It's not, hard to yeah. top it. But I mean, and they complaining that we keep getting too many of these militant government villains. Yeah, and well, to be honest, I I am sick and tired of it. I would like to see some villains that rival superheroes, but if we're going to get another suit dick, Willem Dafoe could be the greatest suit dick you ever had. <laughs> suit dick, <laughs> I like it. All right. So uh, we need number four. Co- co- number four I I said my number four. Did you, yeah, I did Spider Man three. <laughs> Spider Man three. Um, I'm gonna say all the Captain America movies. What? All oh, of them. Oh man. <laughs> Everyone's oh, jumping. Like, so I wrong. was trying to do you a favor by bunching movies. Hey, together. I'm just fucking be honest. All right, I'm not fine. looking to win oh, over the audience's favor. I didn't. I could not get behind the Captain the America just, series. I was just at gonna all. say, Kyle, like those are the best ones. Those are the best ones. No, I'm so yeah. uninterested like, in them. Maybe a little less so on Cap One. I like that one, but it's not as good it, as Iron Man One. And Cap, it was great, but then you you were just like. It's kind of like the Godfathers, where you're just like, oh shit, this one's actually better than the first one. Yeah, two and three are. Yeah, they get better, one. and like, three is better than uh, two. It's a little backwards because I do have a Captain America poster like up on the wall. Yeah, yeah but, but that's I right. don't like Chris that Evans. character. Yeah, well, or see, Captain me and America. Greg are both both hard on the. Yeah, that, as far as liking Captain America, he's my favorite does Marvel not character. Appeal probably. to me because, in my opinion, like. He doesn't have the vulnerable side to him that makes the superhero attractive to me. At least, like the, a superhero story. I think that his vulnerable I don't care side about is that good he winning. wants to save the world, and yeah, he's a boy he, the world thinks that it needs to be saved differently. You know, where he wants to save the world, the world wants him to save him, and when they show up to the party, they're both dressed differently. And he's like, "Oh shit!" Like that's what you guys wanted. Yeah, I, I feel like it's a pretty good description of it. Yeah, like he he wants to save it the way America in the forties wanted to save it, and that's just not possible. That's what's great is like especially now, Captain America is 
is great. Like Cap- Captain America and Superman are, you know, your American images. And right now, I think that this is when they can yeah, shine I, the most. And really, I think like Captain America takes everything that, that Superman has and makes it better because he's like human instead of like, I don't know. I just like, it, I like that character. I, I like also, it. those movies are good. And now, well, and I thought you were going to say that as like, you know, with the events of, you know, Hydra actually being S.H.I.E.L.D. and, you know, and all like that shit going down that right now. Honestly, we were talking about it. I can't remember that guy's name, and he passed away not too long ago. But he was in the one Captain America movie. We were talking about it. We I googled it and I said sweaty, sweaty red faced guy. And I I told you <laughs> that I'd look it up, and I found it. And he's the one in Captain America. I can't remember his name. He leans in and he's just like hail Hydra. And then at the very end of the movie, he's getting arrested, and he he just, oh, yeah, but he I actually looks like Donald Trump. <laughs> You know, he's like all sweaty in the a face. Foreshadowing. Yeah, Real exactly. World. It's like I mean, I don't want to get too much into this shit, but I mean, Cap. Yeah, I, you, I like he kind of took a stab there. He's right. he's the America that everybody wants. Like you know, it's like I'm if fucking Can- Canadian, bitch. If Canada yeah. was falling apart, though, I'll tell you right now, if Canada was falling apart, I would wish that I could go and be a refugee in Captain America's America. Yeah, well, he's a cop. Yeah, character. you don't get his America. You get Trump's America, and that's a totally different thing. Yeah, he won't let you in the country. Uh, anyway, so um, I guess last round, your fifth one. So, I mean, this one's kind of hard. I I don't know. I think there's probably a better answer, but I mean, you guys go. I want. I think I come up with a better one. I have one, but I think it's the probably one. Dark I Night Rises. Yeah, that was sh- pretty shitty. It's a shit movie. It's it a shit movie potential. mostly, and we already did this on the like goat for Batman. But that's a shit movie because it should have been such a good movie. Yeah, it had potential for sure. Yeah, oh, I you know, dumb ending. My I, my other answer worst, dumb fucking character development or whatever you okay, want to call it. I'm gonna pick my other answer because it's just blow your guys' mind. Ant Man, not that movie. So as much as grief as I give the Batman trilogy with Christopher Nolan. I didn't like those movies, but they're not the worst superhero movies. I mean, the no, I I had one hundred percent agree with you. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're not the worst. I had some moments in that movie though where I actually was like, I, the that's the third one, right? Yeah, yeah. Like Bane was pretty cool. I mean, when Tala when Talia fucking reveals herself at the end, I felt stupid because I didn't see it coming. You know, like I thought I was like, oh, man, they fucked up Bane's story so much here. The audience is going to lose it. And then she's just like, oh, I was the one in the cave. And you're just like, oh, shit. You know, like that moment got me. I, di- I didn't see that coming. And like I like to consider myself pretty savvy at watching TV, you know, and that moment got me. So but Ant-Man, on the other hand, was it did the opposite. I thought that movie was going to be great and it was shit. And I hate Paul Rudd. And that movie made me like Paul Rudd. But even though it made me like Paul Rudd, it was still what? Still not that. Sounds pretty backwards, man. I know. I fucking like you don't talk to ants. That was a whole fucking stupid scene. Just talking to ants and like the whole thing seemed forced and like Michael Douglas is great. That movie was stupid. You were so confused on this subject. You keep saying things that you really like and really hate in different tones. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly like it should have been a good movie and it wasn't. It was just a shit movie. Like, oh we'll talk to ants and fucking sneak in and oh we got a wasp suit and we're gonna lock you in a jar. I feel like Ant Man was all like that was perfect, missing was a magnifying perfect glass. example of like kind of what makes a lot of those Marvel movies so successful is that humor goes a long way in those. Yeah. For some reason, people go see those movies not expecting it to be funny, and when it is at least somewhat funny, they love it. 
And Ant Man's a great example. What's funny of that. is they can like dump so much money into CG, and all, and it's not really impressive anymore. But like a guy writing a joke for basically a hundred bucks, one yeah. line, yeah, can, can sell a movie. You know, yeah, one like little you. stupid thing that people talk about for forever. Like a perfect example, Avengers. Obviously, not on any of them. at the end. Like, or like yeah, or just like, like the Hulk. Like, the Hulk is like three lines in that. Exactly. Make them funny in that movie. That makes that fucking movie. Hulk smash. Yeah, Hulk smash. Like or puny god or any of the. Or thing. when they decided to have Hulk like fucking grab Loki and just start like yeah, toss exactly. Around. The, like, like puny god. Yeah, or whatever, such yeah. a simple idea probably like sold way more. Like, like it got it gained the audience's praise more than the CG does these exactly, days, which yeah. costs way more than a writer's. Yeah, like rating. people, I remember seeing that opening night or whatever. People laughed and they laughed hard. Like harder than I've watched comedies where people laugh. So hard. do you think that people are like, going to see these movies to like? be thrilled or to like have a good time i think they're doing both at this point that's why that's why those movies are so successful i think the slipping point is is that they nailed an epic you know and an epic has all of that in it you laugh you cry you're scared you're on an adventure but you can't write i don't know 25 epics are an epic no but they're trying If you look at it as one thing maybe it would be an epic yeah i don't know if any of these individually but they're any, definitely any, t- any no, scope. But, but the thing is, is that people aren't watching them individually anymore. Really, well, that's they what are I'm saying. Them. If you approach it like it's sort of one big story, it is. Yeah, it, like, and that's how they do it, right? Like, it is an epic, and yeah. it, 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 he's right in saying they do everything. But like, I think the biggest thing they do that sells a lot of those fucking tickets is that it's funny. Well, people they, don't really they, expect it. The average person that is kind of where they're pushing it now. Like. The the only fucking Guardians is a well Guardians example. broke yeah. that bank like they were like oh move, man funny sells and then it, with, now they're doing all these rewrites and that's where they're failing it's like no if your movie wasn't meant to be funny don't make yeah, it funny yeah like Suicide Squad they brought like people well, in to fix that to make it funny Doctor they did Strange, Doctor Strange yeah. they brought in Dan Harmon Ant-Man. to make that funny and Ant Man was supposed to be funny it was Edgar Wright you know I think that was kind of the point of that movie and they took the essence of that and then kind of got mutilated probably why you don't like it that much. Because I it like is two, it's like the tale of two movies. There's two movies grounded against each other there, like the regular Marvel movie and then the Edgar Wright one. Like I feel like that it probably would have been funnier if it had but just. But think been about him. like you know like even Scott Pilgrim, Scott Pilgrim. If you know like and that's like a, a silly over the top style of a comic book movie, mm. they could make that work in the Marvel universe. And Maybe. it doesn't have to be that big of a deal, you know. You don't have to yeah. make every movie like this same universal genre. Ant Man could have been completely different and silly, and I think still it would have been, been and it would have worked perfectly wanted, fine. Yeah. And we would have been even more excited when Paul Rudd showed up in Civil War, opposed to being like, "Oh well, well this seems logical." They like bored the shit out of that story to make it so that he can show up waltzing in here, and no one's like, "Oh well, this doesn't really fit." Yeah. I mean, it's like a fucking I don't know. It seems like it's where they try the hardest is where they fuck up the most. It's just like when things happen naturally, it's like it's just great. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. Uh, you're you're not wrong in, in hating on that movie. Like I, I think there's Marvel's done such a good job that the bar is really high for. Them. I will say you know, I'm, like, it, I I so will go when and they watch. have a misstep. It means a lot. It yeah no, especially with the amount of money they're throwing around. I mean, any misstep is probably only going to mean that the next movie will be even better. You know, like Ant Man Two will probably yeah. be the greatest movie that Marvel ever did. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, but with like with that in mind, I actually really want to see Ant Man Two. The, the whole concept of this microverse and that the fact that we don't know where Michael Douglas's wife is. I want to see some Fallout 4 where his wife comes back super young and her husband's like dying and she's all young yeah, and maybe Paul totally Rudd wants possible. to has a choice now between daughter and mom. <laughs> Cody, what's your last one? 
your most, uh, or well, not most hated, but last in your list of hated comic book movies. I don't even know, man. I'd have to maybe. Just I'm I'm just listing comic book movies at this point. <laughs> You're not man. a big fan of any of them. Like so, <laughs> so it, it would be better to name ones that I do like. So yeah, I don't know. At this point, I'm just listing movies. What's another That's comic fine. book movie? Well, I mean, in fairness, just, we can just give say you another one. Uh, The Watchmen. No, fuck. Off. <laughs> 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 just say another one, brother. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, let's let's go with um, what was that one? The spirit that was that. Oh movie yeah, there. So uh, no, no, that, that was not, not what it should have been, man. It, it was. Yeah, it was. That's a Will Eisner classic that was just like trying to that they tried to do like Sin City. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. See, they just tried to make Frank that. Miller I mean, did how, not I, write I, the I spirit. How, like I, I haven't read a lot of spirit. I don't know how much spirit you've read, but it's pretty old. No, but I mean, so I can't say that character was ruined for me because I didn't have. A strong affliction towards the spirit. I have no. I've never read a spirit comic. Anything I know would have been, you know, in like. Well, a I DC remember watching it before I knew who Will Eisner was and being like, "This is like a Sin City ripoff." But and I agree with that. But that's just because Frank Miller had his hands in it. Yeah, but, but that's the that's the trap. Like that's the but crime it commits. But the uh, see, like it is yeah. just like him trying to capture the magic of Sin City, which yeah. he did I'll tell a you what. Job anybody who wants to hear me defend. Sin City. I mean, uh, well, none of us said Sin City. No, no, too, no. Did we? No, that was a good, great fucking movie. I, like I actually City. don't know if I ever saw the oh Sin, Sin City God. two. Oh, Sin City two, yeah. dude. I'll defend Sin City two, and it's actually a great movie. Uh, but I'll use the same thing I said about uh, yeah, Fantastic it was, it was Four. Okay. It's Jessica Alba. Oh well, that's right. I did see that fucking movie because I saw it with you. She was like, and I don't remember naked. anything of it, so that's oh, got, can't be that good. Um, no, I really like the spirit. Yeah. No, I did. But you get what why it's a kind of lame in the sense that it's just trying to do what Sin City did, and like a guy. No, I'm not going to admit that. Because right. <laughs> I don't agree with you. <laughs> what if you got a What if you got the lottery ticket, Greg? Would you admit it then? No, I just, <laughs> I just mean like. No, no, I like that movie a lot, but I think it takes a lot of defending, or like explaining. That's you know, well, like yeah. like one of my favorite things about that is 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 the character, and ev- he's the most. We're t- you know, I was been playing a lot of Fallout, right? And I mean, uh, the spirit has all his points fucking stacked into charisma. He's not worried about getting shot or winning in a hand to hand fight. It's all literally just charisma. So everybody loves him. He is the most loved person in the city. Now he also can't die. Well, no, he can die, but he can't stay dead. So now imagine a character who everybody loves. And that dies on a regular basis. This person is going to come back with the most warped view of reality. Like, he has no clue that anything no, bad can ever happen. I don't think either Cody or I are trying to rip on the, the idea of the spirit. No, no, but I like the way that they portrayed it in the movie where he, every girl was in love with him. And he loved that girl while he was talking to them. And the second he turned his back, all he could think about was his city. You know, like, mm-hmm. he would make promises that he couldn't keep. That he never intended on keeping. Makes he me met, think of he, another movie we didn't say. Go he, ahead. Oh, I loved it. I'm, I I was so wrapped up in that movie the whole way through. I loved the cheesy where he would like run off and he would do all these like weird poses and like that oh, shit yeah. that you're hating. I loved. No, some of the visual stuff is still good, but I mean it's because it was bringing back that era where like it was introducing that imagery to us where like Sin City it was still exciting to see to be anything. I, or if anything, I was bored of it for Sin City too. You know, yeah. like I. 
it was overdone by then. This whole it was so long after. But it, I mean, <laughs> I liked it. It was still fresh. I, I mean, I'm surprised. No, but it was just weird how it wasn't like influenced by. It, it was just literally the same visuals. Yeah. But I mean, but, but wasn't the spirit uh, also like I know it's a Will Eisner that's, character? That's like literally if like the, uh, Star Wars did like some cool new effect and it completely redid like the way they filmed their movie, then all of a sudden the next Star Trek movie came out it was just like the exact same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good example, right? I it guess, was like, yeah, we just we um, filmed it the same but way. I mean, <laughs> I, I'd like to. It looks you know, great. <laughs> Frank Miller though didn't create the spirit, and Frank Miller wrote the spirit for a while, and. All that they did was show you Frank Miller's version of the spirit, not Will Eisner's version of the spirit. And it just so happens that Frank Miller's version of the spirit is exactly like Frank Miller's version of And in of fairness, Sin I guess City. he did come up with like how that movie was supposed to look. Like, I mean, it wasn't like they did anything crazy. No, yeah, like that Frank visual is completely Sin City, like what those graphic novels or comics looked like. I guess it's really just the popularity and the success of Sin City ruined it. Right? It was like we tied it to Sin City. No, oh, you, exactly. You got yeah. tied to Frank Miller, though. Yeah. Well, no. Well, but that's what we're kind of. That's the difference no, but between I mean, the arguments, right? Yeah. But, yeah, no, but I'm Frank just saying Miller. Frank Miller shouldn't have spread it out. He should have kept no, it no, in the city. That's fair, but I mean, yeah, like, we I think we that's could, the argument. Yeah. Right? Like, I would argue that you when know, it's like, oh man, I'm tired of Quentin Tarantino movies, but I mean, he brings the same thing. Or Tim Burton is a better example. You know, like you see a Tim Burton movie, and I mean, that's those, how it looks. That's just when you let when you let uh, Frank Miller do his movies. Like, He's that's not, just you're not wrong. I mean, I I see your argument. Because didn't he, he do did the exact same thing with, it, yeah. with 300? You know? Well, like, I mean, yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, well, it's, maybe he just shouldn't let him be in Hollywood. Yeah, that's probably the better choice. Well, I mean, uh, we, we all know what... We can't say that because he made two good movies. He did. I mean, well, like, or at least his, he inspired that, two good movies and the visual styles are similar. That, what I was going to get at, I'm surprised that no one ever said Daredevil. That was how we started this. Is that how we started this? <laughs> that was literally how we yeah, started I this. That's how it started. I said I love that movie, and he was like, "Can you name some movies you don't like?" <laughs> <All> <laughs> right, <laughs> right. So no, uh, that that was a great movie. We can. All right, there you so go. We've going on so long, I forgot how we started. <laughs> Anyone who wants to private message me, I'll tell them all the reasons why The Spirit and Daredevil are great. Well, movies. he will tell you. Actually, if you guys want, private messages me, and I'll throw on Daredevil or The Spirit, and you can throw it on at the same time, and we can live chat and live talk chat. and watch there it together. You. you can do that. By following Greg at Greg underscore Moser 420. You can follow Cody at Lane Books or myself at Kyle R. Hodge. And you should go to bmoviesandebooks.com and check out all the other podcasts there, as well as the great articles and reviews and other content yeah, they produce. Co- Cody just put out a new brand new article. I don't think we took, was that on the last podcast? Yeah, could have been. I don't remember. I don't think so. You should also check out what uh, Cody does on uh, Am Reading or AM Reading. I don't know exactly how to pronounce it. Yeah, I called it quits on that. I'm not writing for them anymore. Well, no, I, then I don't know. Well, we'll throw up a link anyway because I think uh, it's Cody wrote a decent article, like a de- decent article about our our good buddy Adam. <laughs> there you go. Uh, you've heard his name spoke before, so. Well, Adam Check runs the comic shop. Uh, Cody's, you know, Cody writes. <laughs> Cody writes <laughs> stuff. Uh, anyway, so I'm Kyle. I'm Cody. I'm Greg. Have a great day. Thank <laughs> you.
podcast you just heard is part of the B&E Network. Brought to you by bmovies and ebooks.com.